Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to Storytime, the holy grail of great stories from around the internet, brought to you by iHeartRadio and Collab. I am your host, Will Swipewright McFadden, and I cannot wait to chat your ear off over what might be the absolute cutest episode full of the absolute cutest stories we have ever done. Meet cutes. Now, if you don't know what a meat cute is, Let me tell you, it is not a little stuffed animal made out of ground meat, which is what I thought it was. A meat cute is when you meet a cutie under cute circumstances, and it makes everyone go, aww, that is so cute. Now, we all know some of the greatest meat cutes in history, like 50 Days of Summer, when Summer starts singing the exact song that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is listening to in his headphones. Or when Edward first smelled Bella in Twilight and it made him want to barf. Love at first sight, or should I say smell? Oh, those 400-year-old vampires and their teenage love interest. How romantic. Or when Jack, played by Keanu Reeves, meets Annie, played by Sandra Bullock, on a bus, and there's a bomb on the bus, and they have to keep that bus going over 60 miles per hour, or it explodes. So romantic. Now, meet-cutes are usually reserved for rom-coms, but if you're lucky enough, and the stars properly align, and love is in the air, you might find yourself in a little meet-cute situation to tell your grandkids about. Kind of like our first storytellers, Dan and Kathy McFarlane. This story is so sweet, 
It just might give you a case of the diabetes. This is Dan McFarland. And Kathy McFarland. And we're going to paint the picture for you how we met in the summer of 1975. Woo! Long time ago. In Lima, Ohio at... A splash teen party. Pool party. Woo! 75. (laughs) Uh, Let's paint the picture a little bit. We're both uh, 14 years old. We just came out of our eighth grade year at different grade schools. So Lima, Ohio is a, a pretty good sized town, about 50,000 people. At the time. At the time. And there was four major Catholic grade schools. We went to two different ones. Yeah, and didn't know each other. But in the summer of 75, at the end of the summer, there was a big deal. It was this splash party. At- well, at the Springbrook. Springbrook, I should say, swim club. And Dan and I didn't know each other, but this was a big deal because everybody was so excited to get to meet everyone freshman year. So it was kind of a preview. You got to remember, there was no Instagrams or TikToks or anything. anything could, no social media. So we didn't know anything. About I, each I didn't other. know Kathy Sunderhouse. I and didn't, I didn't know, know Dan McFarland. But, uh, we had, uh, it was a summer night. It was probably like a Friday night. And uh, we piled, my friends all piled in my mom and dad's station wagon. And there was about six of us from this uh, grade school. So uh, we travel out to this uh, Springbrook Swim Club <laughs> and jump out of the car. And I hear, oh my God, there's these speakers blaring, the music's going. And I'm like, we had a DJ. Party's on, guys. Let's go. I know. <laughs> so in Lima, Ohio, typical summer day would be getting with your buds, playing baseball or pickup game, riding your bikes. My buddies all had mini bikes, which is really cool. And we'd take mini bikes. We'd run around to the parks and all over the place and just kind of really laid back, fun time, not a whole lot going on. But the big thing in everyone's the back of their mind was, guys, we got to go to this high school and it was a, a for us it was a big deal this big high school is like all the kids coming together all four schools <laughs> converged into the one catholic high school so everybody was excited to meet people they didn't know and we rode our bikes around in the summertime i babysat and i made extra money and bought cute little shirts and stuff i loved but we did uh we did ride our bikes around and somebody would say let's go find so-and-so's house and see if he's out and the girls I hung out with loved this little tennis player, Pierre, somebody. So we always had Pierre. to go by Pierre's house, but he was never out. I guess he was practicing. <laughs> so anyways, needless to say, that was our summer. So at the end, we were psyched to go and meet the boys. So we had a couple mutual friends that went to this uh, swim club. Yeah. So Kathy yeah. knew a couple of them. I knew a couple of the people. So at this swim club, this party... Music's blaring. Casey and the Sunshine Band coming out from the speakers as we go in. (laughs) And it's a big pool. It's up above the ground and you can go in on either side. And it's a huge pool, but it's weird. It's not in existence anymore. But yeah, you would would climb those stairs and that music was blaring. And you'd look around and kind of take your eyes across the pool to see what groups there were up there. Did I recognize anybody? Saw a couple friends I knew and they were talking to... A group of guys that happened to include Dan. So I just kept looking, but I was kind of quiet. I wasn't really 
that outgoing as far as being loud or anything, at least not at that point. So, so we got in the group, and I'm, you know, just talking to some friends, and I spot this skinny little girl in a little white bikini. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like, I was like a what's twig. her name? <laughs> Kathy Sunderhouse. And I'm like, oh, wow. She's Dan. And in comes Dan, and I noticed him. He's wearing puka shells, That's aviator right. glasses. That's right. And a football jersey, because... <laughs> Boy, his, bum, you can tell bum, his crew bum. thought they were all that. And they were pretty handsome dudes. Crew, so. yeah, our crew. Yeah, your entourage, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, we did. We uh, we were watching you guys, and the girls that knew you kind of drew all of us over to you so that we could talk. And I just kind of stood there, and I'm checking everybody out, looking around. And you look past the pimples, I'm oh, sure. Oh, stop it, stop it. And you were... You were very funny hysterically funny oh go on i loved it i did i loved it i was just kind of taking it all in i was a clown you still are a clown what do you mean you're a clown oh my god so we what did we do then we played volleyball volleyball. so the weird thing is you think about how social media is now after that pool party thought man i really like this girl and we had older brother and sister went this high school my older sister just graduated from high school in 1975, and Kathy's brother was in the same class of 1975, Danny Sunderhouse. His name was Danny. And I told my sister, I said, I met this girl, Kathy Sunderhouse. And she goes, Danny's Mary brother? Yeah, Mary Jo goes, Danny's brother? Danny's sister? I said, yep. And uh, so there's no way of getting a hold of her, so I think the next time we talked or saw each other was when school started. It was. It was when school started. We live kind of far away from each other, so I couldn't ride my mini bike over and say hi. Oh <laughs> no, it was it was a lot of fun though. It was a lot of fun, and I think when you say that, you know, we were at this party, and I kept thinking, where are we going to see him again? And we actually did. My friends and I rode our bicycles over towards your house because you lived really far from me. Alima's not that big. But it was quite kind a distance. Out, yeah. So at the time, you know, your parents were like, yeah, go for a bike ride this summer. You're fine. So all the girls would get on the bikes. And so we were just trying to, we would, how silly is that? We would drive, ride by on our bikes, trying to see if any of these boys that we somewhat thought were cute were outside, outside. playing basketball <laughs> or somewhere around their house. And we would ride by a couple times. And if they didn't come out, then we would think, time to move on. Let's find another one to drive by. So, in the summer of 1975, yeah. at a pool party, both 14 years old, that's where Kathy and I first met and fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> it led to many dances at school and yep. really fun times. But, you know, hey, I got to tell you, when you look back on that, what's really funny is the fact that when my mom found out who you were... She said, oh, that's John's boy. She goes, everybody loved John. Oh, I bet he's funny, too. Oh, there you go. (laughs) So the apple didn't fall far from the tree, really. All right. We've been married 35 years. This October. Yep. This October. So so. fun. Find a good friend and marry him. That's right. Yeah, baby. Love you, Mom. Ah, the summer of 1975. What a time to be young and in love. Such great music, too. Dreamweaver by Gary Wright came out in 1975. A Feel Like Making Love by Bad Company did, too. And my personal favorite from that year, 
D-I-V-O-R-C-E by Tammy Wynette. And congrats to Dan and Kathy for not getting one of those after 35 years. For more of the McFarland family, click the links in the description. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. So I've got to confess that I have a little bitty baby, maybe kind of a meat cute of my own. And it involves, you guessed it, my ex-wife, Sheila. And I know I talk a lot of trash about her on here because, well, she is trash. But my therapist, 
who is such a godsend. His name is Dr. Ulmer. He's truly the reason I've been making so much progress. He's been encouraging me to think of the happier memories as opposed to the memories that exist mostly in my nightmares. So please enjoy this next story from John and Alyssa Clausen while I take a few moments to release the hate in my heart so I may positively reflect on a memory with love, reflection, and peace. <sighs> love, reflection, and peace. So, John and I met back in January of 2017. Wow, it's been that long. It has been that long. <laughs> and we did not like each other at all. No. Actually, That's how this began. Not at all. We met, uh, a friend of ours was filming a movie. And he cast, he and his team cast us as boyfriend and girlfriend in that movie, mm -hmm. which, you know, sounds like meant to be, right? Well, uh, <laughs> we were on set together for a few days and we hated each other. <laughs> you left out the first thing I ever said to you. Oh, say it. I walked up to you in the middle of park in Burbank and I said, hi, my name is Alyssa. I'm your girlfriend. Oh man. <laughs> Those are the first the words. First words. Ever to come out of my and mouth to him. The the problem with the whole situation was I had just gotten over a pretty bad relationship. And I was, you know, in my mindset, I was like, all right, career, let's do it, you no know. No girls. No girls. And then she came up and her first words was like, What's up? I'm your girlfriend. And I was like, Oh No, you're not. No. <laughs> and so she was being really nice. And I was being a little bit of a douchebag, <laughs> and so so that's what happened. We didn't we didn't like each other at all, and mm -hmm. even for the next couple months, we didn't talk to each other at all after the movie was done filming. But one day in April, four months is that four months? Yeah, four months. Yeah, four months after meeting, we hung out with our mutual friend. Yeah. An abandoned mall. Yeah, we were forced to hang out because we had a lot of mutual friends. So, you know, we saw each other in passing in those four months, but but a couple of our mutual friends asked us to hang out together and we were going to go see this abandoned mall, take cool photos, uh -huh. that kind of thing. He showed up and in my head I go, oh my gosh, this guy again. <laughs> well, I think we both did it, this guy, this girl. So, um, ended up being pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, me being the adrenaline junkie I am. Obviously, I was trying to jump from high places, hang off of, you know, 10-story ledges. That's just kind of what I was doing. He laid on a grate that was three stories up. And this is a mall, okay? So mm -hmm. from story to story, it's like 30 feet or more. Yeah. He laid on a rusty grate <laughs> above where he could just fall through. Yeah. And I was like, this guy is crazy. <laughs> I actually have a video of that moment that I Do keep you? for sentimental reasons. And I'm like, oh, that's the first time I'm coming out. But <laughs> I thought you were crazy. Yeah, well, you thought right. <laughs> I was pretty crazy. I, I've calmed down a little bit as I got older. But yeah, I, no, I, I, I was pretty crazy. Um, but it got crazier than mm -hmm. just me being crazy. Basically, as we were going, um, I don't think I knew this but I hadn't seen any no trespassing signs or anything on our way None in. None of us did. But there was apparently a security guard who saw us and called the cops. Maybe called the cops on us. So, and this was kind of, I'm not gonna lie, this was a turning point in our relationship. Because <laughs> you we thought I was like not cool at this point yeah. and vice versa. And same thing with her. And then for about 30 minutes, we were trying to get out of this darn mall mm -hmm. and we were trying to run out and run this way and run that way and we could not find the exit there was... to save our life. So essentially we were running from the car 
cops on accident. No, we were totally running purpose. from the cops. There was like two two squad cars on the premises and like in the distance, like two blocks away, there was like more squad cars coming and we're like, wow, we gotta get out of here quick. Or... I had just turned 18, so I was like, I can't get in trouble. <laughs> I've never gotten in trouble I'm before. I'm gonna go to jail. <laughs> um, so yeah. It was like Mission Impossible type stuff. When I'm, I'm not kidding. We were like running across parking garages and we would like, they had their big beams on, on the front of the car and it was like sweeping over our heads and we would like hit the deck on the, on the garage floor and we were like jumping over walls like, get, get, quick, 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 they're gonna turn yeah. the corner. It was craziness, absolute insanity. But lucky enough, finally, we ended up getting out of a special staircase um, and through this hole in a fence. After that night, I definitely gained a little more respect for this girl because we had some other people with us and they were freaking out. She was stone cold the entire time. I don't know what was happening on the inside, but I was like, dang, this girl is a baddie. Like, that was cool. Wow. What okay. And so, uh, so yeah, basically our first technical date involved an abandoned mall, trespassing, getting chased by the cops, and spotted. Some of them, you know, we got hit with those beams of light. Yeah, it's not my proudest moment. <laughs> and getting away successfully from the cops. Yeah, and then our love just bloomed. Our love bloomed after that. Yeah, no, it did not. It's, that's it not, was slow moving. It was still slow moving, but yeah? it happened. It happened. So after that uh, first date. A wonderful first date. <laughs> I helped her move because her family was moving. <laughs> so it was me, my little sister, and my mother. Three women emptying a 40-foot container from Hawaii all by ourselves. And, and yeah. And he found out about it somehow and showed up at 8 in the morning, even though he could not get out of bed until, like, noon. Maybe Oh, one. yeah. I was sleep Like, noon was my earliest time of day at that point in earliest. my life. He shows earliest. up 8.30 in the morning with Batman pajamas on. <laughs> and I was I like, did. he just never ceases to be weird. Like, yep. okay. And I would like to say that I had, you know, like, this hero complex of, like, yeah, I'm going to go help him move because they need a man. You know, but I, I, to be honest, I thought a lot of my friends were showing up too. <laughs> and then I was the only one who showed up. <laughs> and so I got there at eight in the morning and I was like, okay, well, I can't let these three girls move. Like there's fridges, couches, like freezers, there's massive like things in there. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta stay and help them out. So I stayed for the entire day. Until 9.30 p.m. And I'd say that's when our friendship really started to take off. Because yes. I, I was like, someone who is a kind-hearted person is the type of person who would be with me for over 12 hours moving <laughs> heavy things. Uh, and then we hung out and we became best friends over the summer. Yeah, over that summer we became like besties. Like I hanging saw out every, every day, day, just drove to her house every day, hanging out. But there wasn't any sparks yet no flirting no nothing it was just best friendship best friends <laughs> i was like i hope you like me i hope you, I she definitely you. liked me first yeah. i'm putting this out here she 100 liked me first yeah, I did. she started having a little crush on me and it's i September. i realized that when i had to have my car like my transmission blew out or something and my yeah. car was in the shop for over a month yeah. this girl 
drove me anywhere and everywhere I needed to be every single day for a month. And you know, for like the first week, I was like, wow, she's such a good friend. And then she kept going like, like yeah, I'll take you there, I'll take you there. And I was just like, huh. listen, like we're really close friends, but like if you ask that of me, I don't know, like this is a lot. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah. oh, she's totally crushing. So anyways, I noticed that, but I didn't bring it up for the next several months. And towards the end of that year, something just flipped. I can't identify it with a specific moment, a specific memory. Can't pinpoint it. Can't pinpoint it. There was just- You just started liking me. It was just a week where I went from like, she's such a great friend to like, dang, <laughs> she's looking real fine today. <laughs> and so- And that, then we started dating in December. That happened. And then on, ooh, we got to tell them the, the story of our first kiss too. Oh, yeah. Because that's a huge part of the story. Yeah. So, so before we started dating, um, I took her to Indiana because she was born and raised in Hawaii and then moved to California, mm -hmm. had never experienced a white Christmas. In my whole life. Never experienced a white Christmas. So, Indiana has snow, and that year we got lucky. We had a lot of snow. A lot of snow. So, I had this big plan because I was like, okay, I'm going to ask this girl out. I like her. I know she likes me. It's happening. Okay. And so on Christmas Eve, we're out having a snowball fight and I pulled her into my backyard. And to give you a picture of my backyard in Indiana, my dad, when I was like zero years old, <laughs> planted a bunch of trees in our backyard. Like it's, it's just like a little mini forest. And so when there's snow covering them, it's just quiet as can be. The snow is just shining off of each branch and it was falling from the sky. And so I pulled her into the backyard and it was just this magical moment. And she looked at me and she had no idea what I was about to do. I just looked at her in, the, in, in her eyes and I waited just, just enough. Dramatic pause, you know? And I put my hand on the back of her neck and leaned in and kissed her. And it was like, you know, the first thing I thought of was Katy Perry's firework. <laughs> Dude, baby, a firework. Oh my gosh. Dude, I like that was ringing in my head. And that night, I asked her to be my girlfriend. So, we were dating for what? Three, almost three and a half years. Yeah. And COVID hit, and basically everything started to slow down for us. Mm -hmm. And I thought, this is the perfect time. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I was going to propose to her. Now I got the ring and I had it for six months. Before, I had no idea. Before I proposed to her. I took you ring shopping in January. I was like, let's just go look at rings. He already had the engagement ring I already in had his it. stuff. And then lockdown happened. And I was like, you know what? It's now or never. So I took her on this date. Um, the whole video is on our YouTube channel. Um, but I took her on this this cute COVID day and we went to the beach and I proposed and technically she never said yes. I'm just putting it out there. She screamed and it was, it was so cute. She I started crying and she, <laughs> this is what she said. Are you serious? <laughs> she didn't. That's all I said. We watched back in the video and I was like, babe, you never said yes. Yeah. Are we engaged or not? <laughs> we never got engaged. Technically, we never Technically. got engaged. If you're looking at the rule book, she has to say yes. <laughs> and she didn't. So anyways, we got engaged. And then within what, four months? Yeah. We got married in July. April to July. Yeah. We got married in our backyard. And now we've been married for... Six months almost. Six <laughs> months? Yeah. So moral of the story is it might not be love at first sight, 
But give it some time. It could happen. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work at first, maybe try, I don't know, trespassing. John, from the no! Cops. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, we can't suggest that. Don't no. do that. Um, but the one's out there somewhere, and it might just be your best friend. Yeah, date your best friends. Date your best friend. <laughs> Moral story, date your best friend. Okay, bye. Love bye. you. <laughs> young love. Although I must say their advice directly contradicts Keanu Reeves from the movie Speed when he says, I have to warn you, I've heard relationships based on intense experiences never work. And then Sandra Bullock's like, okay, well, we'll have to base it on sex then. And Keanu's like, whatever you say, ma'am. And then if you've seen Speed 2 Cruise Control, you know Keanu and Sandra didn't last. So, I mean, I guess that adds up. Anyway, I recommend heading on down to Description Town and giving John and Alyssa Clausen a follow. I also recommend watching Speed. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Okay, I think I'm in a good enough place where I'm ready to tell a little story of my own during my storytelling podcast, okay? Sheila is not the devil. You can get through this memory without calling upon the ancient god of anger. You are a strong and capable man in control of your feelings. Sheila does not control your feelings. You control your feelings. Make Dr. Elmer proud. Make him think of you like a son. 
Okay, so Sheila and I met in a classic meet-cute fashion. At the zoo, actually. I was working there as a costume character named Zooperman. And one day I was entertaining a group of children with my kazoo when I spotted this woman standing next to the tortoise habitat who looked, you know, mediocrely average. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm already twisting the facts. She was radiant. She was gorgeous. I was magnetized to her. And I glided up to her with my patented same arm, same leg, Zooperman sprint. And, uh... And then we stood there in silence for a bit and watched these two tortoises make love rather aggressively. Foreshadowing. Finally, I broke the silence and cheekily asked, What's your favorite animal, little lady? And she responded that she hated all animals because she has no soul. Well, you are better than this. Yes, I am. Reel it in. Get it back together. Seriously, you can do this. Make Dr. Omer proud. Make him proud. Anyways, uh... She said she simply didn't care for animals, and that doesn't make her a bad person. It just makes her a person that doesn't like animals. And that's okay. That's okay. Okay? So I asked her, if you don't like animals, why are you at the zoo? And she said, seeing animals in cages reminds her that she's the superior species, and it makes her feel powerful. And I said, they're not cages. They're habitats. And she told me to shut up. And I said, I will never shut up. And then she kissed me and pulled me behind the lemur habitat where we made passionate, animalistic love. And then afterwards, when I was putting my cape and apron back on, I, I, I asked if I could see her again. And she said I was a mistake and uh, she never wanted to see me again. And then she ran off. But what she didn't know was I had stolen her wallet, so she had to see me again. So I arranged for me to return it over dinner and decided to meet her at her favorite restaurant called Corn and Mussels, where they serve unlimited corn and mussels. And, uh, God, that woman sure does love corn and mussels is kind of a two for one for her because she saves the shells and she makes jewelry out of it so then for dessert we went to the sizzler because she was eating for two herself and the demon inside of her you guys i can't do this i can't sorry i can't i can't be nice to her or talk about her i can't it's killing me it's painful i'm so sorry um I think I just need to go get a glass of warm oat milk to calm myself down uh while i do that please enjoy this lovely story from russ and Corey. I made a rhyme I downloaded a dating app, even though I wasn't really looking to date anyone. Same. And LA dating scene, I mean, I'm sure it's like this anywhere, but LA, it's tough. Yeah. It is tough. So I was not looking to meet anyone. I really don't know why I downloaded it in the first place then. But I saw this guy on it and we started talking. And it was like pretty short and sweet at first. Then he told me to text him. He sent me his Instagram name and I was like, okay. And uh, he told me to text him on Instagram. So I did. And we started talking a little bit. And then I kind of went, well, I didn't go MIA. He went completely MIA. <laughs> went ghost, it was radio silence. It was literally like you disappeared. And I was like, hello. I was working yeah. out. It was like an echo in the phone. Hello, hello. I was at a point where I was just like, I'm really not looking to meet anyone that um, isn't really bringing anything to my life. Like, I didn't want to just go sit down for coffee with someone that I was never going to talk to again. Yeah. It's just like the same thing that kind of always happens. We're trying to waste your time. I was just like, actually, I really don't know if I want to meet this guy. Spoiler alert, he did. <laughs> He was very persistent, I will give him that. Oh, yeah. So finally, I was just like, okay, let's meet for coffee. 
I don't drink coffee, nor do I drink alcohol, so. But he came up with the coffee day. Well, because I was like, we're not gonna sit at a bar, so let's just sit at coffee. True. And you know, you didn't want to like invite someone over. I feel like yeah. that happens on the internet too, and I think it's very strange. <laughs> yes. Um. God. Just steal the car, just steal it. So we met for coffee. Right when I pulled up, I saw him getting out of his car and I was on FaceTime with my friend and I was showing her him. I was like, oh, he's like really cute. This is the guy that I'm going out to coffee with. And um, when I got in, I noticed right off the bat he was super tall. I'm 5'10", he's 6'5", so he was very tall, but we hugged and it wasn't awkward. Yeah, it wasn't weird. It was cute. He had like a coffee with like seven espressos in it. I love coffee. Espresso is like my life. <laughs> <laughs> we sat down and we talked about a lot. We talked about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness, literally. <laughs> we got very honest. Mm -hmm. Right away, which people in LA will know people for years and not mm -hmm. like get real. And he told me right off the bat that he wasn't out and he was bisexual. Mm -hmm. He told me right off the bat that he was sober and had been at that point for six years. That was big. I think one of the first things I said was, is it okay if I drink? Because at the time I did. Yeah, I was like, sir, I just met you 10 minutes ago. <laughs> like, how do you know we're even gonna hang out after this? Uh, I knew. My sobriety, definitely when I meet people is a thing of like, take it or leave it with me, I don't drink. So if you're not supportive of it, like you're not gonna be a part of my life, but it's not gonna change. So for sure. I know, for a lot of people, like partying and going out and getting wild and drinking is like really important. It's part of their life. And for me, it's not. So I also like say it and I tell people that quickly because like if it's something that like they're turned off by, I obviously don't even want that person in my life in the first place. He was very sweet and understanding and asking questions. About my childhood. We talked about family. Our careers. Honestly, for someone who wasn't out yet, and also because of his career, had to keep things quiet, he was very, very honest and open with me, which I was like, I found really intriguing and really exciting. And it was just nice to sit down and have a conversation with someone who's not pretending to be something that they're not, and vice versa. It's really calming. We were there for, I feel like, a, a few hours. I don't even know. We were for a long time. And then we left, and we gave each other a hug, and. I literally, I felt like before I pulled out of the parking lot, I had a text from him saying, you are the most handsome man. Well, it was before I pulled out of the parking lot. Okay. So it might have been before you also pulled out. Yeah, like I was like, oh, okay. And then we just texted a little bit. I was just really happy with like how it went and just talking to each other. I invited him over to my apartment for movie night. I told him right off the bat, like it's just going to be a movie. He was very clear about it. Like, just it's just a movie. Which also was refreshing. So he came over and we watched What If together. We loved it. We were obsessed, actually, like instantly hooked. I think we watched like seven episodes that night. He left pretty early and we kissed. And then I woke up to a text message from him saying that he couldn't stop thinking about me and he asked me when he was gonna right. see me. No, when I was gonna see you. That Bad. day. To me, that's just like super attractive. I love when someone like knows what they want and they just go for it. And I honestly think I was busy too. I think I told you like, I need to make sure I get to the gym. I was like, you know, I have to give him some credit. And I was like, okay, we're gonna hang out today. Like, I'm gonna see you. I feel like it was such a strong connection and a good meeting. Like the first coffee day, like I said, it was a little radio silence. It was like persistent. So I was like, I'm not even 
getting it to that point on the second day. <laughs> like, when can I see you today? It's yeah, gonna happen. Like, let's just let's put it in the books. And yeah, and it's a, and it's a good way to see if we were on the same page. Yeah. Obviously, I was feeling him, and it took me a little bit to pick up on like whether you like me, like me. Yeah, I know. For me. I think that um, yeah, you have a better poker face than me, and you like you were calm, and you were very adamant on like taking care of the things that you want to take care of first, like take care of like the gym and Well, work I think and, like, that like thing that we did really, really well is that in the beginning, like we didn't just dive into it because I feel like no matter what, we still had other things going on in our lives that weren't completely finished or just wasn't completely dead. This is a whole other topic, but as individuals, as grown adults, you all have a past. You all come from different backgrounds. You all have an ex. You all have that really good relationship maybe you had that ended and that really, really bad one that ended. You all have some sort of baggage. We just didn't want to jump into something without knowing what we were getting ourselves into. I feel like that's the easiest way to end a relationship. Like, before it even starts. I was very good at being like, okay, well today I can't see you. Because I am busy, and I'm doing stuff, and... And as soon as he was doing that stuff, I was like, okay, you're done, can we hang out? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it felt good for us to hang out. We had genuine, safe, fun, rejuvenating interactions, mm -hmm. and it got to the point where not hanging out kind of felt like it was forced. Like, we kind of, like, anyway, <laughs> I will only speak for myself, but if there was a time where I'm like, we've been hanging out a lot, like, maybe we shouldn't <laughs> hang out. It felt like I was going out of my way to not hang out. And I was yeah. like, that feels stupid. <laughs> the thing that I really liked in the beginning was that there was no pressure on anything. Like, we didn't put pressure on a label. We already had like a mutual understanding that no matter what we cared about each other, sure. no matter what was going on, we still wanted to get to know each other. I think it happened very naturally. I think the yeah. parts that felt quote unquote fast happened organically and naturally. Mm -hmm. Parts that were slower and took time, like, building a foundation and getting to know each other happened very naturally. Yeah. Also, things don't progress in a relationship all at the same pace. Yeah. Like, there's levels. Yeah, especially when it's like, oh, you're not even out still. Like, yeah. like but I will say, it didn't affect me. I didn't feel like he needed to post me to make it official. I didn't feel like he needed to tell everyone to make it official. Like, he told close friends and all my friends and family knew that I was like talking to this guy like it didn't feel like I was truly a secret I always said like I know you're not out of the closet but the way you treat me is probably better than I've ever been treated by anyone else like that makes up for the fact that right now we can't really vocalize it it helped it just be just us like which was, was really really cool yeah, yeah it was just all about us and getting to know each other and how we felt and even now with having a like public relationship, we still make sure to like remind each other and ourselves that this is very much about two people. A dating app is what helped me find my boyfriend. And I would have never thought that. Me either. I would have never thought that in a million years. It can work. It really can. Like I really am like, <laughs> like I want no to add, no plug. So go on that coffee date. Yeah. With that guy that doesn't drink coffee. Exactly. <laughs> Give that person a shot. Yeah, let them show you who they are. And if they ruin it, then you have to give people the opportunity to surprise you. Yeah, and he continues to surprise me. Yeah, we're just always kind of striving to be better and also striving to just always be honest and open and understanding. And no matter what, a relationship takes work. Hard work. A like, lot of work. I thought even young, like, relationships should be easy. I should just 
fall in love with someone, it should all be easy. But no, if it's like anything, if it really matters, it takes hard work. I feel bad just saying we met just on a dating app. It's like I was vacationing in Mykonos, <laughs> and he came on a sailboat. And then he, I jumped on, and the rest is history. A dating app, and a coffee shop in Hollywood, and a Netflix series, and boom. Thanks, Renee Zellweger. You know, I think Corey and Russ's experience is one that so many people can relate to nowadays. I mean, just because you met on an app doesn't mean your meat ain't cute. Gross, that, uh, that came out weird. Head on down to the description and give Corey and Russ a follow on every single one of their platforms. God, you know, why couldn't Sheila be more like Russ? Or Corey, for that matter. They both seem lovely. You know, uh, I'm okay. I'm, uh, this is just a small setback. I'm not angry. I'm just, I'm just really frustrated. Dr. Ulmer, he'd be so disappointed in me. It's a good thing he'll never find out about it because I haven't told him about this podcast. And, I, you know, I can know I can trust all you little Fable babies to keep this all a secret. I love all you little Fable babies. Honey? Mom, what? I'm podcasting right now. It's Wednesday, please. Yes, honey, I know, but I couldn't help but hear. Are you, are you spying on me again? Please. I'm just concerned, and I am not capable of handling your Sheila outbursts anymore. Don't be mad, but I have Dr. Omer on the line. Oh my god, Mom, you tattletale! Here, just talk to him. Fine. Hello, hi, Dr. Omer. Yes, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm having a bit of a rough day. Yes, I, I, I tried the breathing technique. And <laughs> yep, and I had a glass of warm milk. <laughs> no, I, I haven't tried my calming list. Okay, yeah, okay, all right. I'll try it now. I'll try it. My heart will go on. The power of love. That's the way it is. Ashes to ashes. Oh, when you hold me like this, and you touch me like that, I just have to admit that it's all coming back to me. It's all coming back, all coming back to me now. There were nights of rush as I played. You're right, I do feel better. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. Hopefully you're feeling the love. As always, I want to give a huge shout out to our storytellers, Dan and Kathy, John and Alyssa, and Corey and Russ. Head on down to the description for links to all of their channels. Hey! Do you want to be on an upcoming episode of Storytime? If you have a great story to tell, record your story and send it to storytime at collab.inc. Or you can call the Storytime hotline and leave us a message. Give us a call at 323-741-1873 and we'll share our favorites on our next listener episode. Oh, you're, you're still listening? Cool, cool, cool. Well, if you've gotten this deep into the episode, you might as well rate it and review it and share it with a friend or an enemy makes no difference to me as long as I get those sweet, sweet streams. Storytime is produced by iHeartRadio and Collab. Executive producers Eric Jacks, Song Kang, and Will McFadden. Hosted by Will McFadden. Produced by Jessica Eccles, Jason Shapiro, Daniela Mora, and Jenny Ulmer. Written by Jenny Ulmer. Sound design by Tony Maddox. Original score by Scott Simons. Cover art by John Kusagaya. Animation by Bella Bouchon. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. 
Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.